Hey, everybody, welcome to the five minute message at South Point Church today. Uh, first of all, I just want to thank you for uh, even listening. Uh, it is so appreciated that you take the time to listen and be encouraged. Uh, the other side of it, too, is thank you for your donations. Thank you for caring enough about our church and for, uh, you know, doing all of the things needed to be able to keep the lights on and to do more stuff like this on a regular basis. We, we absolutely appreciate it. And then on top of it all, uh, we just want to, you know, uh, really talk about Birch and how amazing it is for a way to connect with other people. And that uh, at the end of the month here, we're not going to be at, at the Crossmount anymore. We're kind of shifting all that. So to be determined uh, and announced. So just know that that's coming as well. So thank you for all of your all of your care, all of your concern. If there's anything that you need at any point in time, just get a hold of Matt or I. Uh, we, we just would love to serve you in any capacity that we can. So today we're in Romans 6. And Romans 6 is a very interesting chapter because after 5 um, and 4 and 3 and 2 and 1, we talked about how Paul is basically kind of setting up the tone for the way that he's talking to the Roman church. He's never been there before. So he wants to show them that he's not only a legit apostle, but also that he knows what he's talking about. And he understands the gospel in a very similar way to what they understand it and the way that they care for the gospel. So for those listening that don't know what the heck gospel means, it just means good news. That's that's really all it means. Uh, it's it's this Greek word, wangelion. I sound so, uh, so smart, but I'm not. Um, but all that means is good news. So somebody actually sharing good news with another human being. And that's what we call the gospel is good news because it's good news that now we're reconnected back to God. And so uh, through Jesus. And so Paul is trying to get that across to these folks in a, in a very interesting way. And then five last week, Matt talked about how, you know, what is like, what is the ripple effect of your life? Uh, what are you investing in? What are you really taking on so that you can leave something behind in a way that affects other people? And then this week, Paul kind of takes it into a whole different um, space, but now says, look, like the ripple effects of your life are about the way, the things that you invest in, and it can either be God or sin, one or the other. And we don't like to, to say that S word, like uh, sin, but all sin is, is falling short of the mark, the thing that God intended for us to do as people. Um, and ultimately, when we talk sin, it's how does your life affect other people and affect your relationship with God? If it is in a negative way towards God or towards people, then that you can probably classify as sin. I know it's a very kind of rudimentary way of looking at it, but ultimately that's what it is. And Paul frames this as freedom. And that's the thing that gets me about chapter six is he really goes after this idea of, are you actually free as a human being when you're investing in yourself in a way that actually hurts other people and hurts your relationship with God? Are you actually free or are you actually enslaved to something? So he says in verse uh, 15 to 18, and this is in the message. So since we're out from under the old tyranny, talking, you know, the old uh, way of living. He talks about this in Romans 1 and 2. And so he goes, does that mean we can live any way we want? Since we're free in the freedom of God, can we do anything that comes to mind? And he says, hardly. You know well enough from your own experience that there are some acts of so-called freedom that destroy freedom. Offer yourself to sin, for instance, and it's your last free act. But offer yourself to the ways of God, and the freedom never quits. 
all your life, you've let sin tell you what to do. But thank God you've started listening to the new master, one whose commands set you free to live openly in his freedom. I'm using this freedom language because it's easy to picture. You can readily recall, can't you, how at one time, the more you did just what you felt like doing, not caring about others, not caring about God, the worse your life became and less freedom you had. And how much different is it now that you live in God's freedom for your lives, healed and expansive in holiness? And then verse 21 to 22, and I probably jumped over something else, but as long as you did what you felt like doing, ignoring God, you didn't have to bother with the right thinking or right living or right anything for that matter. But do you call that a free life? What did you get out of it? Nothing you're proud of now. Where did it get you? A dead end. Wow. That gets me every time. <laughs> That really when you're investing in the things that only make you happy and don't influence your relationship with God and don't actually help other people, it actually tears away at you and it's, it's a dead end. You invest in yourself in a way that only leads to your success and what you feel is good, but ultimately will, will leave you empty. And he finishes it up with verse 22 and 23. But now that you're found, you don't have to listen to sin tell you what to do and have discovered the delight of listening to God telling you. What a surprise. A whole, healed, put-together life right now with more and more of life on the way. Work hard for sin your whole life, and your pension is death. Oh, but God's gift is real life, eternal life, delivered by Jesus, our Master. So today, the question, and what I really want to do is just, you know, let the Scriptures kind of speak for themselves what are you investing in? Are you investing in things that don't enhance your relationship with God or your relationship with others? Are you just doing you? You just want to do the things that you want to do. And ultimately, at the end of it, I guarantee you that will leave you feeling empty. But if you take time to not just invest in the things that you want, the things that miss the mark from what God really wants you to, the kind of life God wants you to live about others and about him, you'll ultimately feel completely fulfilled if you just focus in on the stuff that makes your relationship with God better and makes your relationship with others better, you'll see a life that is absolutely free instead of a life that keeps you in a dead end that will ultimately hurt you. That's the thought for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Listen, we care about you, love you. We want the best for you in every situation and in every circumstance of life. Um, if there's anything that we can help with, please let us know. But ultimately... Where are you investing today? 